Welcome to The Real Nurses, Where You At Podcast, Episode 103. This is where we will talk about what it's really like to be a registered nurse in America and create a culture of sharing information, networking, and promoting health and wellness. Also, please remember to be kind to everyone you meet because that stuff is contagious. Please believe. I'm your host with the most, the beautiful and intelligent peaches, aka Money Earning. I'm here today with episode 103, talking about some important topics today. One being patient falls. Can we ever prevent these from going down? Also, being on the job 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Private home health nursing. Is this something you would ever consider? I will be doing a free giveaway weekly to my subscribers. If you are listening, subscribe to my podcast channel. I will be sending out free items such as pen lights, bandage scissors, etc. If you think of any other giveaway items, please hit me up. You can email me at rnwhereyouat at gmail.com. That's r-n-w-h-e-r-e-y-o-u-a-t at gmail.com. Send me your mailing address with your name. Please allow three to five business days for items to arrive. So, what's up everyone? Thank you to my family for supporting me and giving me the positive feedback that I need. I also appreciate my coworkers for saying like, can you get better sounding equipment? The feedback is noticeable. Hey, listen guys, this is my first time recording myself And as I grow and become more aware of the quality sound and learn to take my time and all the necessary functions, it will improve, I promise. Today's show, we will be discussing patient falls. Can we ever prevent them? Well, I have worked in long-term care facilities for years with mostly elderly clients, which are my favorite, by the way. I have my gerontology certification And although the knowledge that I have acquired from my studies has helped me at the bedside, I would like to put it to better use someday. Maybe do a research paper one day, head a facility that focuses on the care of the elderly, teach a class on their needs and differences. Y'all know I'm busy. Being a mom, work, school, I am always exhausted. And then I have the nerve to put my big toe in the podcasting world. Anyway, patient falls is such a problem where I work. I personally don't do any type of budgeting where I work, but I am sure all the money that is spent on payroll related to all the overtime that we use so we could take care of our forest patients that have AMS, altered mental status, our CWA patients, etc., It's probably a lot. However, if you look at the bigger picture, it probably costs less than the consequences in the long run if a patient falls and then sustains an injury. And that's always devastating. Falls are a major cause of injury and death annually for millions of individuals 65 and older. Older adults are at risk for falls for a variety of reasons regardless of where they live. Falls are defined as any sudden drop from one surface to a lower surface. I suppose if we identify those patients who are at high risk, even the younger patients now are scoring high on the Morse fall scales. 
Everyone now has an IV. Usually patients are admitted for more than one diagnosis. If they have some sort of lower extremity weakness and need assistance to the bathroom, then right there, you're about to put that yellow foil gown on and push the bed exit alarm on the bed. Because right now, I am not in full trust mode with my 50-year-old with a CWA of 17, IV fluids, and yeah, I just gave him some Ativan. They make me more concerned than my elderly patients sometimes. If someone is used to taking care of themselves and not really having to be hospitalized or really ever sick, this whole using the nurse call bell system to ask for assistance to go to the bathroom bathroom after they had two fluid boluses in the ED and fluids are going at 150 mLs right now. Yeah, sure, they will wait for you. When you gotta go, you gotta go. So, they really don't call when they're supposed to. And they just hate that bed alarm when it goes off because everyone who was in that vicinity of that room comes running and shouting, sit down, what do you need? Do not get out of bed. They give us a look like, really? <sighs> it's a lot to prevent, prevent falls, especially when you have five to six patients you are taken care of with all the different acuity levels. By the way, we would still need to keep our patients safe regardless. What I like to do is have a conversation regarding safety and how imperative it is to call me when they need assistance. So there are no surprises and my patients know what the expectations are. So what about your 65 and older, sometimes confused patients? How would they understand? Trust me, they won't. And I am not sure everyone feels the same about farm, but I don't think just because someone is unable to stay still, we should not have to give them 10 milligrams of Halidol. It's probably a scary experience now to be more altered and sleepy, and it's hard to get your leg over that side rail. So then what's the solution? So my two cents are that each facility needs to develop a risk assessment program. This will help nurses protect their patients, start a false committee on their unit and throughout the hospital. Pulse for reminders for staff to remember. I mean, this is important. If we prevent falls, we decrease the length of stay, the number of injuries in the hospital. We decrease the need of medications that are given unnecessarily, sometimes to our patients, and now you find yourself in that gray area of giving chemicals to restrain your patient, which is only used in extreme cases. I think we need to also get the families more involved in the care of their loved ones. Ask them to stay. Ask them, can we contact you day or night if their loved one is being confused or refuses to listen? See what type of support they can offer. They know what's best for them. So my next topic is one regarding home health care, 24-7 kind, you know? I became interested I just read an article in the New York Times regarding a woman who was taking care of an elderly patient around the clock. Her compensation is room and board and a salary in exchange for having full responsibility of this patient who has Alzheimer's. I think the article said something she gets like $60,000 a year, but because she's in this house 24-7, it kind of almost came out to about $10 an hour. So, which still isn't much for taking care of somebody 24 hours a day. Usually, if you get $60,000 a year, you're working maybe a 12-hour shift or an 8-hour shift. So, 
The article did a great job of presenting this story in a way where you, of course, felt very uh, sorry for the patient, but also you saw the sacrifice that this caregiver endures. And I tell you, it was not easy to read. This patient she took care of does not always sleep when appropriate. He can be violent at times. He has accidents all over the bathroom uh, multiple times during the day and wanders all over the house. It reminds me of when you have a toddler that starts walking and you have to get the house baby-proofed to prevent harm or injury. It's so ironic that we start off our life this way and towards the end of the of this, the scenario is not too, too different from what most of us may endure. This woman in the article was not a registered nurse, but she did bathe him, she fed him, she exercised with him, gave him his medications, and washed his clothes. Sounds like a registered nurse to me, but a little bit different because we really don't wash clothes in the facilities, right? Not too much different from a hospital setting. She would probably make a good nurse too. She has decades of experience and seems very compassionate about what she does. I wish we had more people like that in our profession dedicated. But it's hard to be all in in that manner, you know? We have to have some type of work-life balance. When one starts to overlap the other, we have to make sure we get our checks and balances in order. Self-care is very important, especially for nurses. Y'all know y'all hear about us that we can be the worst patients. Well, that's the end of what I have to say for today. I just want to thank you all for allowing me to express my thoughts regarding important topics that we all face. If you have any suggestions on topics that you would like for me to be discussed, please let me know. Send me a message via my email at rnwhereyouat at gmail.com. That's R-N-W-H-E-R-E. Y-O-U-A-T at gmail.com. I am your host with the most, Peaches, a.k.a. Money Earning. Tune in again real soon. Peace.